hello, everyone. This is episode nine. I don't know how we got to episode nine, but it somehow came after the eighth one. Yes, usually. That's usually how it goes. But before the tenth. So what are we going to plan for the tenth one? <laughs> we can have like a cake or something. We should get a cake. We should have yeah. them bring a cake in. Just ten hot takes. Hot takes and hot cakes. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> can we sell that? Yeah, maybe we can sell that. <laughs> so it can't be a cold cake. No, be. no. It's going to be fresh out of the oven. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Or maybe pancakes. Ooh. Hot takes and pancakes. Ooh, I really like that. And we can't do waffles because those are not cakes. Right. What are waffles? Square pancakes? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's how it works, but okay. I don't think so. Where'd my buttons go? What the hell happened? There we go. This is a professional. There we go. Professional. I have my buttons. That's actually the weird thing about having a virtual control surface. I remember uh, it was like 10 or 15 years ago when they showed off that Art Lebedev keyboard where each button was an LCD and you could program it. And then back then it was like, Oh my God, like that is so, is this Jetsons? And now it's everywhere. I've got one sitting right here next to me so I can switch camera angles. Did it look like a stream deck or was it like? No, it was like an actual keyboard. So people are like, I programmed it with the letters and the numbers. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, okay, cool. Yeah. And if you want to like press L and you get MySpace, Mm. that's how... That's, that how it works. that's how old it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Press W and you get Winamp. I was going to say Facebook over MySpace if we're talking about that. It, yeah, yeah, that's true. Press L for LimeWire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. K is for Kazaa. It's right there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. B for BearShare. <laughs> There's one mission of this keyboard. <laughs> and somehow it stops working after 30 days for some reason. Was it, was it because of, of Y2K? Uh, because of the viruses, usually. <laughs> yeah, shareware. Yeah, yeah. shareware. Yeah. It was an art Lebedev. It looked. It was like industrial, and you could tell. It was like, this is the best. It was like Russian or something mm. like that. It was the full hundred and eight keys and and all that. And I think it sold for like twenty five hundred bucks. Oh wow. Yeah. They're Which I mean, each CRT screens. Yeah, exactly. The little, <laughs> little warming up the tubes every time you use your keyboard. Yeah. That's oh, absurd. Goodness. Yeah. So we need a bunch of those in here. That's our tenth. Specials. We're just going to get those keyboards and just type. Mm. That's great. Cool. All right. Let's start the show. Hello and welcome to Hot Takes and Streaming Breaks, the bi-weekly pop culture podcast brought to you by 6035 Media. I'm your host, reporter Nick Raven, and joining me virtually... In the studio. <laughs> I don't know why I kept virtually in there. I did that. I should have thought, you know what? This is not about thinking today. This is episode nine. We are not at episode 10. Joining me in the studio, to my right, due to seeing too much TV and stuff, and we're going to talk about that as well. Kelly Karnatsky, welcome. Thank you. Hi. Hi. How you doing? I'm okay. You doing okay? Just yeah. okay? Yeah. Okay. So you're just warm. I am just warm. Yeah. Warm takes. Yeah. And yeah, just, sorry, not hot takes today. Yeah. And streaming pause. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
And then also joining me, account executive Victoria Constantino. How are you doing? I'm ready for some spicy takes. You're ready for some. Okay. Yes. The hair. You did the hair thing. I, oh, yeah, yeah. Between between episodes. If you're listening to this, you cannot hear the hair. No, but the, the hair can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I just have a flaming red hair now at this point. Okay. And I, I love it. I, I would like to say it is my excitement for the new Little Mermaid movie. Okay. See, there, there, you, there go. you go. Kind of brought it around. You've got a blue culture. top and you've got the yeah. red hair. Yeah. There we go. It's like, mm-hmm. do we need to put up some like paper fish yes. or something around yes. here? Let's I would get. like a full uh, 50 gallon aquarium. Yes. And mm. sounds great. I don't know. <laughs> I wonder if like in Dubai they have um, like podcast booth that is inside an aquarium so like as you're podcasting they just have like sharks swimming around and like algae Mm. and like anemones and stuff like that let's do that that sounds great can we put that in the budget Um, 6035memberships.org help us in hot takes and streaming breaks get us our aquarium not themed but actual podcast facility we are moving steps ahead we are streets ahead on this yeah (sighs) What a cool, cool uh, area, right? It'd always be like a constant temperature. I think, right? Like cool. I don't know. How cold is water? <laughs> I was sitting there thinking like, is it wow. like caves? You well, know, we're going to talk always... about water, maybe? We're going to talk about uh, water. I feel like we're, we're going to talk about some water. We're, we've oh, we're g- just tying everything together. Yeah. Mermaid, yes. Water. Exactly. Aquariums. Yes. We are. It's all coming together exactly as I'd planned. Everything you have said has been scripted. Wow. <laughs> I feel it. I feel like it has. Are you guys, so this teleprompter right here. Anyway, let's get let's get to the news. Um, this morning there was a thing that happened. Uh, the Oscar nominations are out. So uh, I remember working in cable when the Oscars would happen, and there would be so many mad people. Um, that would come in and and they'd call us if the Oscars were not available. And 12 years later, I am so very surprised at how hard it is to just watch the Oscars online through not nefarious places. I I have a, I have a life hack for that. Oh, do you? That I learned in my unnamed it career. Okay. Um, just, just use a paper. Put a paper clip inside of, of your, your cable port in the back of your TV. It works the same as an antenna. I am huh. dead serious. I have a paper clip in two of my TVs at home, and then you can tune into what is it, ABC that has the Oscars? ABC, yeah. It will get work. That down. I, I guarantee you it works. Yeah, but that sounds really great. <laughs> it, it's not nefarious at all. Uh, it's free TV. <laughs> it's free TV. It's broadcast. Free, free TV. You, you you can't meme over a podcast. Yes, I can. <laughs> you you guys saw it, didn't you? You hang on, where Derek? You saw this anyway. Uh, so the Oscars came out. I only had some highlights in here. We can get into it. Um, the best picture nominees: All Quiet on the Western Front, uh, Avatar Two, The Way of Water, um, The Banshees of Inishirin. 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 Thank you. I knew someone would figure I that. I have seen it. Uh, L- okay. All right. Should, should, should I let me roll down the rest? Of the, oh, yeah, yeah go, let me go roll through down. Through down. Go uh, El Vice. You may have heard of that. El Vice. El Vice. He was a singer, dancer. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, what? 
Elvis Presley. Uh, uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they actually led nominations of the 11, which kind of blew my mind. Uh, the Fablemans, you know, Victoria. Mm-hmm. Spielberg film Tar with uh, Kate Blanchett. Top Gun Maverick for, you know, the more masculine voters, I guess. Uh <laughs> Triangle of Sadness and Women Talking, which I believe was the Me Too uh, investigation movie, I think. I think so. That's one of the few I haven't seen. I've seen, oh. I counted, six out of ten of these. Uh-huh. So I've made a pretty good dent, but I watch all the Best Picture nominees every year. That's my personal tradition. Uh-huh. So I can tell you all about them. Good. I, I was going to say, as the arts and culture slash cultural reporter here at 6035, I've seen two. Ooh. I've okay, been too busy going to art. Top Gun and Avatar. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Bro. But I did watch a video essay by Brody Deschanel about Elvis. So I think I'm caught up. I think I'm good in there. <laughs> oh, honey. Uh, what, what? All right. So broadly, what are your um, takes on some of these? Um, since you have seen most of them, literally. Quite literally, most of them. Yeah. Quite if, literally. If we're using percentages, I guess. What's what's a six out of ten in adjective form? Sure, we'll go with most. You're the writer. Okay, all right. <laughs> Thank you. All right, yeah. So, what do you think about this this broad list of stuff that we got? You know, this is the least around. surprising best picture list that I've seen. <clears throat> but we also forget about other good movies that have come out this year. Things like Nope came out this year. That was my favorite movie of the year. Barbarian was pretty great along the same lines as nope uh-huh. um probably could have gotten away with some screenplay nods but didn't get anything didn't get anything uh, there's a lot at, i gotta mute uh, my phone too That's we just need idea. to know that the oscars are very subjective so we just what? gotta go with what we got i thought they had a metric attached to them it's like this is 99.7 percent oscar ready yeah. especially if you like that Especially if you uh, release in December, which is November, December. That's when all that stuff happens. They Wait, release all those. All the movies? Yeah, all the Oscar bait. You release Oscar those at the end of the yeah, year. Yeah, usually is end it? of the year. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why all the prestige movies come out during that time because they're fresh on everyone's mind. Yeah, as they start recency going, For your consideration, please. Yeah, don't release your Oscar bait in January because mm, okay. everyone's going to forget. It's like, man, no, that was last year. Didn't I, realize that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, now you can now produce you know. an Oscar winning <laughs> yeah, film. Exactly. You've just got enough time. Yeah, You've got enough time. November, <laughs> December, and I'm good. Um, let me go down some of the uh, highlights here. We're talking about everything, everywhere, all at once. Michelle Yeoh becomes the first Asian American to be nominated for Best Actress. She is fantastic in this movie. And she's in everything right now. I swear, and I turned my head. everywhere, all at once. Oh, my Wow, you missed that one. You know, what I did was I set you up <laughs> oh, because you set this me is up. scripted. Okay, yeah. Got it, got it. <laughs> Back to the She is fantastic we... in this movie. Yeah. Uh I'll see it someday. You'll this is someday. that is totally a movie I should see too. Like it's that is very up your alley. Yeah, that is a nineteen ninety nine ish because it's from the um directors who brought us um uh turned down for what video? Mm. It's Swiss those guys. Army man. Yeah. Um they're, they are protégés of Eric Warheim, hmm. of Tim and Eric. Mm-hmm. So they've got that zaniness the going Daniels. on. Daniels. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Plenty of that. <laughs> uh, Fablemans has Fablemans. seven. Is down the, I, 
obviously I missed some because there's so there's so many nominees. There are so many winners. Victoria, there are so many winners. There are so many winners. There are so many winners. <laughs> we we got to have, what is it, a mid-Atlantic? Yeah, the mid-Atlantic accent. accent. Yeah. Ah, yes. Yes, the, the, definitely. The <laughs> you know, I really... Uh, all right, now I'm just doing freaking... The phone. Uh, uh, Jimmy Stewart. Oh, uh, you, you know, I, I really like the, these movies. These are really great. Uh, lots of frames. Uh, Top Gun Maverick has six. Uh, uh, Do you have what they're nominated for? Uh, no, I don't have it. That was too much data. Well, because I gotta, I, I gotta give it to Top Gun <laughs> Maverick, even though it is like the bro movie, right? Yeah. All of those actors learned how to fly those planes. They build cameras to fit inside of those planes. Well, they had to set up all the shot. Like, they'd have to turn on all the cameras, and then if they didn't get the shot right, it's like, you're going back up there, buddy. You're going to go as get that footage. As far as technical achievements, mm, it's That's probably pretty up hardcore. there with Avatar, you know. Tom Cruise did not get a nod for best actor. You know, I am not surprised. What? He's an amazing... He's, he can he's He can run. He can run. He can run. He can run. I watched that video, that video essay. I don't remember who did it, though. Oh, God, I feel like that's an old one, too. No, it's relatively new. Oh. Uh, that's I'm thinking gonna... two different things about Tom Cruise running, which is very funny. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Black Panther, Wakanda Forever has five, but not best picture. Uh, Avatar 2, the Smurf movie, has four, including best picture. Uh, and Glass Onion apparently has one for best adapted screenplay by Ryan Johnson. Now, what the heck did he adapt? Uh, that is fascinating. I have no idea what he adapted. Mm, good thing I don't have the entire sum of human knowledge at hand to figure that out. Uh, these are kind of interesting because um, even though I haven't seen hardly any of them, I know of them. And in my YouTube-oriented world... I've seen a video essay about pretty much all of them at this point. So I feel like I have seen it or enough that YouTube has not automatically copyright, you know, claimed it, uh, rejecting videos from monetization and stuff like that. So um, we're going to talk about Avatar 2, uh, the water movie in the, the main event. But yeah, this is a this is a pretty interesting list. Uh, I didn't. The snub I saw was like the Woman King. I haven't seen that one, but I, I've heard it's a pretty, pretty good movie. We snubbed it here too. Yeah, oh, I great. mean, cold takes. Uh, honestly, <laughs> on what, what probably King. should get it is the Fablemans out of the ones that I've seen. The Fablemans is a fun biopic, literal fable about Steven Spielberg's life. And yeah. It is accessible and it is schmaltz. It, <laughs> I've heard I heard it's not as schmaltzy as his usual stuff. But. Right. But but knowing that it's about his life, you're willing to be forgiving with, with everything that's in it. And frankly, <clears throat> it is a pretty powerful story. You know, it's easy to make, you know, between his his father that doesn't see his skill to his, his mother that's clearly dealing with mental illness. You want to place villainy and victim on all of these people. But he does a really good job in a biopic of showing that that's not how life is. Mm -hmm. There is never one villain. There is never one hero. It, they're really well broken down characters. And I, I, it's funny and it's nice and it's 
sad. It it gets it it, gets it checks all the boxes. That's I don't good. know how I don't know how that one wouldn't win because of how accessible it is. I think the villain here is the people who don't go to the movie theaters and they stay home streaming stuff. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of which, um, want to talk about Last of Us, Kells? The, you could tip, sure. Yeah. T- tip us off. You so, so none of us have played the games. This is some great way yeah. to have hot takes. Right. A real real gamer fail on all three of us yeah. here. Yeah, but you have to own a, a PlayStation. Yeah, not yeah. an Xbox. Not an Xbox. No, <laughs> no, or a personal computer. Right. Uh, pl- Pla, yeah. pla, stat, ion, station. Yeah. Ah, wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> what do you think of Last of Us? <laughs> uh, so I mean, like I watched, <laughs> I watched like the opening of the game, right? Like a while ago. Okay. And the the show is like spot on, but like it has like more emotion to it. Like you feel more attached to the characters. You're not pressing X to cut someone's head off or whatever right yeah okay and so um, ross i'm sorry yeah so i was like i, I was really really interested in that because I, I just the way that it like opened up i was like okay well i'm attached to these characters and then they just do a great job on that stuff on like following like the opening of the game really well and then beyond that i don't know how well follows the game <laughs> i wonder but, I, I i understand that it's i don't know if it's like a note for note recreation of just all the cutscenes from the games or or what this is basically what it was I, yeah. I, i've heard that several of them are very close yeah very very close in episode two as well yeah mm. yeah there's there's a lot of stuff that was that's like really done really well so uh-huh. the cg is pretty good too okay. i was really yes. impressed with that so i saw like makeup and stuff of the the, the people the zombies or whatever yeah it was really really creepy yeah um, and then um like I, I love the dynamic between Joel and and Ellie, uh-huh. and like it's so good. And then the girl that plays it, she's the girl from uh, Lady. Uh, I can't remember her name from Game of Thrones. She was like the young one in the in the, the show. Young sassy one. Yes, and she's, she's like excellent. Yeah, and she's like that in this, but she's like way more sass okay. and, and everything like that. And so I was like, okay, yeah, she does like such a good job as Ellie. And I think their dynamic between the two of them is really good. And mm-hmm. like, like you feel really immersed into the show. Like it feels good. Like there's definitely parts where you're like, wow, video game. Yeah. <laughs> is that how that works? But I think it's, I think it's a really good like adaptation of that. Like mm-hmm. I can't. From what we don't know. Yeah, but I mean, like, just based off of, like, right, like, video games, you know, whenever you, you think of that, because everybody wants to hate on Mario Bros., but, like, mm. one of the that was pretty video accurate. game adaptations, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So when you compare it to that, it's pretty good. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty good. I love Pedro Pascal, too, so. Yeah. He's, he is fantastic. First of all, he's a beautiful human being, and I could look at him all day, but... Mm. You have to said, live and breathe, yeah. But you do have to live and breathe. Um <laughs> Also, um, for the hot takes, is is this the best video game ab- adaptation we've seen on screen? Spicy takes. I don't know. It's pretty dang We've close. got Super Mario coming out. Still. Well, it's not out yet. I know, but like... I, I mean, The Witcher's think, really good, too. I mean, I don't know I how, don't know. I feel uh, like it might be better than The Witcher series. Ooh. We'll I, see. Yeah. We'll see. We'll, we'll just yeah. let that question linger. But is yeah. Witcher adapting the cutscenes of The Witcher? They're not. I would say no. And that's, maybe that's yeah. a good thing. 
Yeah. And, and also, technically, The Witcher is an adaptation of a novel series. Yes. So yeah, sure. yeah. And that another... guy does not like the adaptations of his novels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. I think I thought you. So you've seen both. I, I've seen both of them. Okay. Um, so, in a little perspective, one of my favorite movies of all time is Annihilation, which is based off of a book as well. Alex um, Garland. It, yeah. Alex Garland. I I love Alex Garland. I could talk all day about that. But um, I know very little about The Last of Us, and I'm sitting next to my husband that knows everything about The Last of Us, and I am stunned by. A, how good this looks, that B, this is another zombie show. Frankly, is it that different at this point? Granted, we're only in two episodes as of this recording. Mm-hmm. Is it really that different than watching a season of The Walking Dead as far as, like, plot points? Maybe not. But the character development is really good. The visuals are really good. I'm glad all those Walking Dead actors got a job. Man, that is awesome. <laughs> I love the... Um, they're using like fungus as the the conduit for all of the zombies. That's how it was. Um, and yeah, apparently it's that way in the game. I had no idea. Like I said, <laughs> I don't know nothing about what's that. What's a video game? But I don't even know. Awesome, and it's yeah. it's it feels like such a refreshing take on a pretty typical zombie story. Have they said how long they want to like make this or something? Because you know, great I question. Think, I wonder, like, especially if you made the uh, Walking Dead comparison, it's like, cool, when's the part where they stop following the source mm-hmm. material and then run right off the rails yeah. into the desert of misery mm-hmm. and then switch showrunners and then, you know, Neil, Neil um, Druckmann is just there um, kind of as a label. And, and Neil Druckmann's one of the game creators, right? Yeah, and there was a controversy. Uh, he directed the second episode. Did he? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what you do. Everyone works 100-hour <laughs> weeks until this gets directed. Let's go. Uh, he, The co-creator uh, supposedly did not get credit, even though he mm-hmm. was there at the beginning for the original game. He was credited in the remake that they did for PS4, PS5. Uh, but he did not get a credit in the show. And that – and. His name is not on my list because wasn't going to talk about unions. But you didn't get a credit here either. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So it's like maybe we should have a video game union or something like that and take care of that noise, right. uh, so that people get properly credited. So you know, I don't know. Well, and that said, Craig Mag- Mazin is the one who is doing The Last of Us, and he's he's known mostly for Chernobyl that was on HBO. Right. It's fantastic. <clears throat> and I think uh, the perfect person to tell this kind of story with a scientific background, um, I, I think this is – I think this show is maybe one of the better ones that's on right now, that, that's actively on right now. Well, now that we've said that and it's out in the universe, uh, third episode is going to be complete trash. Oh, no. <laughs> It's just going to be like. Well, why would you canned. jinx it like that? I didn't. I'm just absurd. I this is uh, Schrodinger's episode here. Like this, you, by observing this particle in and out of the studio. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's how this works. So cool. I'm glad it's got a good start. Um, I'm a little I, having not played the game. I'm a little weary that it does abide so much to the You're original. Never going to play the game. So just watch the show. Don't tell me that. <laughs> We have plenty of time to play the game. Well, eventually it'll be on PC if Sony slowly Sony slowly releases stuff out to the PC platform. So, 
Well, then you'll know you'll be able to be like, oh, wow, this was in the show. They did a good job of the game following the show. Yeah. This game, the game though, follows I don't know. the show. Yeah. Follows the game, yeah. Yeah. Follows the show. yeah, exactly. It's just eating itself. Yeah. Like a zombie full of mushrooms. Weird. Um, fungus. Speaking of unions oh, and weird. The fungus among us. Yeah. I don't what? know what's going on. Did you write a joke there? No, no. I just said that out loud. And no. That's <laughs> embarrassing for you. I feel weak. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, if you want to read that off there. All right. From PC Gamer? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Blizzard fires World of Warcraft classic lead after he protests employee evaluation policy. Ryan Birmingham, who is the lead engineer on WoW Classic, refused to give an employee a low evaluation in order to meet a quota introduced by Blizzard in 2021. The process, called, quote, stack ranking, requires managers to give about 5% of their employees a low-performance evaluation to fit on a bell curve of relative performance. According to Activision Activision Blizzard sources who spoke to Bloomberg, a low rating reduces an employee's profit-sharing bonus and, quote, could hamper them from receiving raises or promotions in the near future. Yeah, this was a big thing. That, this was a big uh, Steve Ballmer thing over at uh, Microsoft. I think probably Bill Gates before that. It was uh, Apparently it came out of the 80s. It was a real solid way to get put fire under the, the butts of engineers and that. So you tell them, even if they're doing the best work they've ever done, uh, I've got to tell 5% of you that you are literally the worst of the best uh, and then hinder your career goals so that, you know, we can – trash basically hmm. <laughs> yeah uh microsoft ended awful. the practice in 2013 uh but activision blizzard you know ahead of their very uh slow moving merger acquisition by microsoft is uh, a big deal uh so what do you think of stack ranking uh, as a principle i mean i i guess i'm just trying to like really comprehend how it works as an <clears throat> employment so you take so you have a hundred employees, yeah, and so you you rate them all, mm-hmm. and uh, so you have like your top five percent mm-hmm. that you know those are the the superstars, those are the ones who get cakes mm-hmm. on their birthdays, and then by just law of sheer numbers, the bottom five, no matter how high their scores are, you have to say that well you're the bottom five, mm-hmm. and we're going to hinder your opportunities to advance, and put these penalties on you until you get better. And so they were talking about companies that would do this. They would have people would sabotage other people to ensure that they didn't, you know, didn't end up at the bottom or they would join teams that were underperforming Mm. just so that they would be the one that stood out. And then the rest of the team would get uh, lower performance (laughs) scores. So they would just put this pressure, just artificial pressure on this arbitrary number of people or this arbitrary group of people that just happened to be not as high as other people. And that was for the longest time, how they did productivity and measured performance and stuff like that. Yeah. So this guy was going to quit and they fired him anyway. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I mean, it just seems really like, I guess old school. I don't know. Like how, like you're, if 
you have a business, right? And you have these goals that the business needs to meet and you have goals for employees that they need to meet, right? Performance goals and stuff like that. So yeah. if they meet those performance goals, then they meet them. If they don't, then they don't, right? Versus not. Instead of, okay, all of you guys met the performance goals, but yeah, like right. that is that. It, so you're, yeah. you're basing it off of a team instead of individual performance. Yeah. Yeah. Teamwork makes weird. the dream work. Yeah, but yeah, it just it just seems so weird. Like, how did every, you know? Yeah, like I can understand like maybe like if it's like team based as well as that, but like not individual separate. scores. Yeah, not individual scores that are that are uh, <coughs> that you're battling against other people. That's yeah, not, that's not an individual score. That's then. like Knives Out kind of stuff. Yeah. That's a Ryan Johnson movie right there. <laughs> yeah, that just seems really weird. I'm surprised <laughs> that that's. Still in, are done. Yeah. That's a Bobby Kotick thing. Of yes. course, he's a widget maker. The games are just widgets to him. Mm. Call of Duty is just another rubber duck coming out of an assembly line. Like, yeah. how can you make the rubber duck cheaper? Mm. Give it a battle pass, of course. That's yeah. how you just, <laughs> That's how you do it. Uh yeah, that's uh that's definitely frustrating that that still exists and it'll would probably get yanked in uh, some future Acquisition. I don't know. At this point, I don't even know how that thing's going because everyone's coming for Microsoft. I think the EU has has already said like, "Yo, hold up, we're holding, we're we're gonna pause this thing." They've been working on it forever, uh, but that's what happens when you have when you're buying a company for seventy billion dollars. Mm. So whatever, mm. that's how it goes. Go ahead and give me number three. This was a thing that has been bubbling up. And uh, I had to, like, spend an hour yesterday reading up and, like, trying to get the grasp what the heck this thing was. Okay. So this is from Gizmodo. It says, canceled D&D Beyond subscriptions forced Hasbro's hand. In a message titled, an update on the open game license posted on the website for D&D Beyond, Wizards of, Wizards of the Coast's official digital tool set, the company addressed many of the concerns raised after the leak of the open gaming license 1.1 earlier in the week. And walk them back fast. Uh, notable changes include uh, the elimination of royalty structures and the promise to clarify ownership of copyright and intellectual property. Yeah. So there was a thing that came out um, just last month uh, about the update. Wizards of the Coast owns D&D. They have for a number of years now. Um, they have this digital online subscription thing where you can access all their assets and stuff like that called Beyond. And uh, at one point, some Hasbro uh, executive was like, uh, D&D is under-monetized, <laughs> which is a great word to do anything with. Especially in our, our, our the year of 2023. Yeah. Demonetized? D&D? Under-monetized. Under-monetized? Under-monetized. Not demonetized. This isn't YouTube. Yeah, this is, yeah exactly. No <laughs> copyright claims here, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there was a leaked document that the OG, so the the way it worked was the open um, ga- gaming license that D and D has had forever is basically said that you can use the base components of Dungeons and Dragons, the mechanics, the classes, a number, a good chunk of the intellectual property, and then build and sell like campaigns and assets and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, and a lot of people were using crowdfunding to put these things together, pieces and this and that. And uh, you could do that under, and you didn't have to report your income. You didn't have to report what you're doing to Wizards of the Coast and stuff like that. So here they leaked, it was 1.1 1. 1, uh, last month. And basically it was 
now all the every everyone who was under that 1.0 license that's going to be null and void that was like a huge component of it and then you have to register if you're there's like multiple tiers of revenue so if you're if you're below such and such a point you know they only have to pay this but if you get so much especially from kickstarter campaigns and stuff like that say you raise eight hundred thousand dollars on kickstarter was an example uh even if you're in the red you still have to pay wizards of the coast like a quarter of that or something like that and you're having to regularly check in with them uh there are restrictions here left and right on what can be used and uh it was a, a heckin mess when that leaked out and it seemed to have got like io9 has had some pretty comprehensive coverage on it and it's like wow i didn't know this was a thing and then in response uh i think paizo they make pathfinder their former mm-hmm. D peeps they're like oh we got this you guys in perpetuity in a revocable open gaming license with our stuff come over here and so they've spent basically they had a they were gonna have a stream about this new OGL in January, uh, and they they're, they're like, uh, no, uh, we're not gonna do that. And they've kind of come around and said, well, maybe we'll do a 1.2 where we explain this stuff, and it won't be you know we're gonna get feedback from the uh, the public. I hmm. think I think, I think we're they've gotten the... some feedback. Yeah, I think uh, th- yeah. If anyone's on D and D Twitter, you've definitely seen the. The feedback. Yeah, the hashtag Open D and D has been big on Twitter, which is remarkably still a site that you can go to. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of surprised about that. That's heckin' nuts. Um, but also, that's kind of the late stage capitalist life that we lead now, where everyone owns everything that we own. Uh, we're gonna mm. rent. We're gonna subscribe to food in the future. I, I mean, I'd, I've always said this, that you should never build a business on top of somebody else's business. Sure. Sure. There, and and it's, it's tough, I think, for a situation like this because we all know that D&D has exploded in popularity over the mm-hmm. past decade, especially due to, frankly, let's be honest, Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Um, the part of which it's just in zeitgeist for general nerdy, nerdy culture is where the problem is. You know, it's not even, you know, building off of somebody else's business. It's this is part of culture now. It's um, like Star Wars. It, you know, uh, at least Star Wars was branded from the beginning. You know, you can you can say that a lot of these, you know, you can say that a lot of classes and a lot of concepts are, you know, a lot of them are based off of tradition and a, from legends that have been told over generations. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I struggle with the concept. Yeah, and and I agree to your point. I mean, it's the same thing with like YouTubers who rely exclusively on ad revenue from them, and they don't have a Patreon, they don't have merch, they don't have this or that on top of that. Uh, that's really, really short sighted. Or whenever you're using a business API and they just mm. had to shut it down, or like t- Twitter. Who, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you exactly. know exactly. Yeah. Uh, and, and and that makes uh, a lot of sense. But it also, it's like this thing's been in place for a while. Um, and D&D is really far beyond, I mean, just by 
the nature of how it works. It's just grown so far beyond what they did in house as far as content. Mm. So yeah, I mean, they can yank it. They can say, Oh, you can only make a D and D thing. Uh, if we say so in these specific terms and we're watching you over your shoulder to make sure you treat the property just right. For but, me, it has the same vibes as when I learned that the happy <clears throat> birthday song is copyrighted. So they can't sing it in red Robin or whatever at you. Yeah. It, it, that's how it feels to me. This is enough part of the culture at large that uh, how do you think you can break it down to each individual person? Yeah, but these guys, they're not going after people that are doing stuff for free. They're only going after people that are generating money. Well, sure. But if you've got, you know, indie person that's making their own, you know, selling it on Etsy for a couple hundred dollars and, you know, that's all they make in a year and you're going to charge them for it. Oh, come on. Yeah, I just I just feel like if you're making something based off of somebody else's stuff, then you owe them money. Like if somebody if somebody did that for anything I created, I would expect royalties. But is is what you've created become part of a, a broader zeitgeist? Yeah, but I'm just saying, like all that stuff is like that. Like, Does, I mean, doesn't doesn't everyone know about Kelly's Burgers? <laughs> I'm just saying, like all this stuff. Like I mean, like you can you can be upset about it, but like I mean talk about YouTube or Google, like I think those like Google should be a public utility because mm. they can just turn off people's accounts and you got 20 plus years worth of data. Oh yeah. And their stuff and they can just shut you down for violating whatever term that nationalized Google. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I'm just <laughs> the saying public so Android like, phone. So I'm just saying that there's like things like that where like we base all this stuff off of other people's <clears throat> things. And I understand that like, it sucks, but like if if I worked so hard to build something and then and I was like, oh hey guys, I want people to use this, and then people are turning around, they're making tons of money, and then like and then all this stuff like like I'd want some of that. I built it. It got popular because I built it. But at the same time, like it's not like they have full access to everything. They don't have an unlimited license to do stuff, and it has the clout and this is the like. Again, like a huge part of the appeal is not what Wizards of the Coast or D&D did themselves. It is what people have been adding on for years. Mm -hmm. So to like it's the backtracking, it's like if you charged people to upload to YouTube, mm -hmm. it's like the the F, you know, why would you do that? They do. Though. I was really terms, close there. That was really great yeah. in terms of in yeah. terms of your privacy, right? In yeah. Your I mean, that's how. The, yeah, exactly. They know exactly where I am at this moment. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. I'm, YouTube. I'm just saying, like, I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I think it's just really hard to to do that and to get upset over something like that, just because I think I, I mean I agree it sucks. Like, especially whenever you know looking back at like Twitter or or TwitPick, whatever. Like those <laughs> those businesses just went under, right? Like they had nothing unless unless. Uh, you know, Twitter bought them. Yeah. They were just completely not a business anymore. Yeah. Well, and then I wonder about the other thing. Like how, how well is, is D and D going to survive off of this when they're running the small businesses to the ground and infuriating their fan base is maybe going to be more of a disservice to them than, than what they're doing. It's, it's one of those things where it's like, it's, it's totally legal and, but like at one point, like how much are they just eating themselves doing this? Like, of course, it's in your right to totally shut the floodgates off and say, we're confiscating everything you've ever owned um, and will ever make because it's got a D&D logo in there somewhere. I mean, they can do that. You know, how often do you read your EULA? 
Yeah, exactly. But I mean, I think that the way that it should have done, maybe they'll do this is like have again, like they do off of tiers or whatever, right? Like there's software out there. It's like free personal licenses, right? Businesses have this, do something like that, right? Like you're by like you as an individual wanting to create whatever you can continue doing that for free, even selling it as long as you're under a certain what, right? Revenue or something like yeah, that. Some revenue. Band. If, you're, if you're making more than $10,000 a year off of our IP, then yeah, you should owe us money. Right. That like something like that maybe, <clears throat> you know. But But something in between. Or open it up and see what people will tolerate and make the case for it instead of, well, we can do it, so we're going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> sure. I mean <laughs> Hey, I, this is like, I'm just, I know. Mr. Moneybags over no, no, here. Mr. Moneybags. Nickelin and Dime. No, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> so anti all of that stuff, but I'm just like, it's somebody else's stuff and you're making money. Like, But you established an agreement that said you could do all this stuff and you're like, okay. pray I do yeah. not, you know, I'm, I'm changing the deal. Pray I don't alter it further, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think their the opportunity time. was missed. Mm-hmm. I, I think that this should have been something that they addressed long, long ago. And to do it now is it, it's the timing of it all. It's the okay, we're in the post Stranger Things world or post getting this into normalized conversation world or post pandemic, post like the world that exists right now. Post all of these things that if if you would have done this, when was D and D invented? Like seventies, like seventies, something yeah, like that. You've had how many years to put this into writing, and just now you're doing it. To me, it's like, eh, you're clearly just doing it just to make an extra buck, not because you thought ahead as a business. Well, and That one, seems to be your failure as a business. And there was actually one clause in there in the 1.1 document that was like, you can basically only use Kickstarter as your crowdsource, mm-hmm. a crowdfunding platform. So like Indiegogo or whatever the ones that are left now, GoFundMe, mm-hmm. like those are out. Like... Also, does anyone use GoFundMe for anything other than medical bills at this point? I don't. Think so. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Tragedy. You know, you know who joined GoFundMe not that long ago? I think it was like their CTO or like chief something something. Jay Allard from Microsoft, the Xbox guy who wore the blazer on top of the hoodie with the bald head mm-hmm. and was in charge <laughs> of Zune and Kin. He joined like the company, or he joined yeah. like registered for an me. account, and he's like, was, "Yeah, <laughs> I he's definitely gotta, thought he's that's what you meant at first. Let me like, tell ah, you, got, yeah, weird. let me tell you guys, I verified my email. Yeah. They know it's like, yeah, so my, I was like, dang, I was like, oh, that's cool. Set up my two factor on my GoFundMe so that yeah. no one's hacking into my aunt's. Anyway, <laughs> that got really dark. Uh, people, oh, speaking of terrible things. I was actually going to flip this around, but I'm an idiot. So you can rate number four. All right. All right. From Windows Central. Microsoft has laid off entire teams behind virtual, mixed reality, and HoloLens. In the latest update in the massive Microsoft layout, layoffs. Why do you ask me to read these? We now have a better idea of how deep the cuts run in Microsoft's mixed reality team. The team behind Altspace VR and the Mixed Reality Toolkit have been laid off in their entireties. Potentially, these layoffs throw serious doubt on the future of HoloLens, which is currently struggling to retain its military contract with the U.S. government. 
So everyone's doing layoffs right now because that's what you do. Uh, at the same time, I actually have a friend. Uh, they built their business off the pandemic. <laughs> actually, you, you laugh, but it's like entirely no, true. I know it it's, like, I know, but it's like they overhired. They built their business on top of another business. You know, you know. here's the thing. Like everyone's going to be working remote forever. Um, everyone's going to always need computers and cameras and stuff like that because they're working remotely. They're going to be at home all the time consuming Netflix and streaming services. This is something that we cannot think about or think around. It is just the way it's going to be. Let's hire 40,000 people tomorrow um that's and it, putting a lot of trust in in the bosses that don't trust people to work at home yeah yeah, yeah. The, the actually one of the things that's they, why they want them to come back <laughs> there's been so there's obviously been a lot of the pushback around um bring coming bringing people back to the office because mm-hmm. uh, you know they spent all that money on office real estate and you can't let that go to waste that's not why <laughs> oh tell, all right all right Kells, what it's is it? It's hot takes time. It's oh, I'm just, time. No, I'm just, saying that's, I'm just saying that's an excuse. They want him back because they, they can watch him. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, they could if they put in some special software or whatever, mm-hmm. which clocked in from wherever. Yeah. Um, at Microsoft in particular, and th- this, is some, this is a ping-ponging thing, right? Um, metaverse stuff. Who cares, right? Uh, mixed reality. <laughs> Who cares? HoloLens. That was an interesting demo. You know, I remember the Minecraft thing where they're sitting there with the table and like sculpting with stuff and playing with it. That was cool, but that was like a decade ago. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure I've seen like, I don't know, um, some military commercial and I think they're wearing something like that. A HoloLens. There was, yeah. And yeah. In fact, that's actually what the uh, what she's uh, mentioning there with the yeah. military contract right. is like people are getting sick. They're like, yeah, because soldiers like, are getting you're... sick wearing HoloLens stuff. How? Because, because the future, man, it's digital. They got so much information right there in their face. Don't you? It's, army of one, but they can see the entire battlefield. Yeah, right. That's, That's too, too much. much information. Yeah. yeah. No one man should have all that power. Right. That's yeah. <laughs> yay got it right. It's it's uh, it's really interesting. It makes jobs easier when they got the manual. They're working on things right there, step by Actually, step. I, <laughs> I thought that was one of the coolest applications is you'd like be yeah. a, a mechanic or something. It's like yeah. I'm working on a Benz. I need to see, oh, remove this part right here. Apply or this even, right here. Or even if you have a freaking YouTube video streaming while you're like working on something. Like there's so many okay, times. Okay, that's just. No, there's no, no. I'm talking about like, not like I'm watching, I'm watching the podcast. I'm, I'm watching PewDiePie no, while I'm no, working on this I'm talking about like, there's so many times where like, it, like. I don't. I'm You're not, sitting there with your phone. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to repair my washer, and I'm sitting there watching a YouTube video as I'm like, okay, so how do you take this apart again? Yeah. Okay. And then like, and I'm pausing, and I got to put my phone back in my pocket or put it down. And yeah. I do something. I'm like, okay, that's not right. Or you're Pull putting it on out. a precarious edge, yeah. and it falls off, and it falls yeah. between the washer and the wall. Right. And but like, like I'm sitting there trying to do stuff, and it's still trailing on, and I'm like, like I got to pause it. I got to pause it. Yeah. Siri, stop. Yeah. Exactly. So I think that'd be useful. Trying to like. A DIYer trying to do stuff. Now, know, what if it was your in your hands? face? Yeah, exactly. I'd love it. And what if it made you sick? It wouldn't make me sick. I would make it. would probably make you sick. <laughs> it wasn't like, I don't remember the person. It was like, it was enough that it was very concerning. It's like, we're paying however much for these headsets. They're wrapping around our heads. We've got the helmets on top. VR we're doing all this stuff. VR is still so far from being perfected. Yeah. We've been They're... saying that for like a trillion years. Well, like, when are we ever going to get point, to VR? Right? Are we ever? We've spent all this time and we still haven't gotten it perfected. Meanwhile, they're like, yes, 
military budget. Yeah. Let's throw it at it, yeah. and that'll be fine. But let's find a Republican that's going to totally, and there's <laughs> going to be a Republican that's so into, oh my God, how are we going to fight in, in, in terrible theaters of war? <laughs> Richard freaking Nixon. Uh, if, we, if we don't have mixed reality. Hey. How are we going to do it? That's true. Kelly, how got, do it? It got it, right? Just like uh, what they say in um, Top Gun, enemies got our, our manual. So oh, enemies yeah, they got downloaded a PDF. Yeah, yeah. So right. Really it. bringing that one full circle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Uh, so what the, the conflict really was in my head is like, it makes sense that Microsoft is ditching all the this mixed reality stuff because nothing's paid off. Apple supposedly got a headset coming out later this year that will maybe make it make sense. Maybe this is a play by Microsoft to get Apple to cancel theirs. Oh, mm. oh, you quitting Whoa. first? Because we're quitting first. I'm just saying, like, hey, Tim, and then Tim they're Apple. like, oh, we just we're just kidding. Yeah. Microsoft's going to say we're going 100%. Yeah. And, and so uh, we hired be... additional people now. <laughs> Stealth mode. Yeah, there's going to there's going to be that app those really beautiful Apple promo videos and then out of nowhere here comes this like B3 bomber that comes out and it's like Microsoft and they've got like mixed reality headsets <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that. My getting to my point here. Hang on. Uh the idea that they're giving up on all this stuff even though they're this company that is so big and so wealthy and they're making so much money, you know, you think of, um, it's like, how are you making so much money and then loot firing so many people? You clearly have the money to do this. And then the other side is, no, we are never going to work on mixed reality ever again. We will never need these people. We hired them specifically for this cause, for this job, and they're not going to go and like work on Excel. Okay, that's not how this is going to work. But then at the other side, well, why don't you create new entre- entrepreneur um, opportunities for them? And it's like, no, but that's going to like drag down the efficiency and just like back and forth in my mind about these layoffs across like. There was a, a report out last week where Google employees were going up to their headquarters and you knew if you were fired if it was a red light at the at the reader and not a green one. So you just have these people lining up. Or you it's couldn't like, log into your email. Yeah, exactly. You just, boop, okay, well, goodbye, guys. Yeah. Like not even getting any sit down with their higher up, their superior, anything like that. It's just, well, you're just not here anymore. That's the Amazon mm. way. Yeah. yeah. It's a little, I don't know, is that more or less heartbreaking than someone sitting you down and going, okay, well, what do you think? All right, well, we've decided that we're going to terminate your employment with such and such company and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I, don't, I just don't understand how the companies can just do that without doing that stuff. Just You just can't get in the building anymore yeah. without notice? There were like 16, 20-year veterans of these companies, that, and everyone's laying everyone off arbitrarily, it seems. Like uh, Alphabet is laying off people with their Waymo group, which is not, which is like almost entirely R and D you're laying off these like PhD level employees in computer science so that, you know, Larry page can say we fired 10,000 people. It's, it's heartless. Yes. At the same time, maybe just do a little bit better planning yeah <laughs> maybe they could have fork and that, that that was the other ping pong it's like well why could why didn't they just anticipate the the fact that the pandemic will end someday and some people will go back to the office and other people won't it was not going to be a an either or everyone it's going to be yeah. full remote or full in office thing and, and more so what the heck i remember being in that cable job people were working <laughs> from home 
Oh, yeah. Which sounds like the most absolutely miserable thing in the entire universe, <laughs> especially with my cat. Like, oh, my God. Meow. Meow. Okay, ma'am, I'm going to get you HBO. Meow. <laughs> I think people are used to that, though. I now. want to talk to your manager. Meow. Right. <laughs> I think I, like, I've been so used to that whenever I call and I can hear somebody's kids or you know, their, their dog or cat in the background. You're just oh. like – or traffic or construction. Like, yeah. like, like I'm used to it now. I'm just like, okay, yeah, this is just how it is now. Yeah. Like, it's not going to be this quiet background or, or just the buzz of the, of the rest of the call center anymore. That's usually what I get, but I also, it, uh, I haven't had one yet, but I'm totally imagining. It's like, yeah, I'll be more than happy up with the internet service. Okay, honey, it, the, the, the crackers are over there. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure it happens. Yeah, I'm sure oh, it does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's reality. But also, I do not want to do one of those jobs from home. Criminy. Scary. Speaking of scary, we have the main event. <laughs> I made a joke during the break. You missed it. It's not even recorded. It's gone forever. Um, we watched, all of us now... Um, the Eiffel 65 movie, part two. This is I'm, a joke for only you. Well, now I feel so lonely. Davidi, <laughs> <laughs> Davidi. Anyway. Would you say you feel blue? I do. Yeah. Didn't we, didn't we talk earlier about, uh, I asked someone, it's like, do you guys know where Eiffel 65 is from? Pandora. <laughs> No. Where is Eiffel 65 from? They're from Italy. Uh-huh. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go figure. Um, yeah. So you, Victoria, were the first one of us to go out there and say, I have a hot take on Avatar 2. Avatar. And I saw your post and I, there was one word that you used to describe it, which was in my mind, especially through the middle third. Um, but go ahead. Tell us about Smurfs movie two. I'm wondering what lots word. Of money. Which, which word? Uh, which as you of describe, my words? What, well, you're going to start describing it, and, I, and I'm going to be like, "That's a bingo." Avatar: The Way of Water is boring. There we go. Yes, <laughs> chicken dinner. Oh yeah. my god. Okay. To to more or less, my spicy take is. Man, that's the most boring movie I've watched this year. The plot was boring. The only thing that was cool was how great, granted, how creative people are. You're showing these worlds that are unique and interesting and amazing. I cared the first time. I didn't care the next 400 times you go to this scene that shows this beautiful shot of the mountains. Okay, we all get tired of looking at the exact same shots over and over again. <clears throat> That's how I felt. I, I, ugh. did did either of you watch Avatar in the dual frame rate kind of theater? No. You would know because before the movie starts, because I watched it that way intentionally. Before the movie starts, you get like a disclaimer that comes on the screen that says, "Don't worry, your projector is just like." changing or whatever we're waiting on the projector and it's like a good 15 minutes of you sitting in front of a black screen waiting for the movie to start 
Mm. So it's like it's got to like buffer the memory. Yes. My so many suspicion frames. is that they have maybe <clears throat> even multiple projectors because how do you project a dual frame rate? Wait, should we talk about what a dual frame rate is? What's so <laughs> yeah, so normally movies are are projected into and filmed and projected in 24 frames per second, but then you have some interesting people who are highly influential who say what if we change something fundamental about movies um, that's not inserting like a McDonald's ad every five minutes on the clock? What if we doubled the frame rate so it looks like a soap opera and complete trash? It's like when you go to somebody's house and they haven't turned on motion, off motion smoothing. Oh, yeah. You know, it, it's one of those things that you won't recognize necessarily as happening unless you kind of pause for a second. And – I think they they did at least two different frame rates. Did they do three different frame rates? I don't Couldn't know. Couldn't tell. Like they changed it while you were watching it? It is actively in the scene. So you might have someone in the foreground that's in 60 and then the background is in 24. And then literally the next cut, it might be swapped or it might be one of them. And it changes almost every single cut, every single scene. And it makes it look like... Granted, you're watching this beautiful video game cutscene. Oh, of course. That's three and a half, three hours and 14 minutes. Now, I thought it was just me watching this movie being like, this looks wrong. (laughs) And as I was leaving the theater, there was just some other patron that walked by and said, maybe I can't watch movies anymore. I've got such a headache. And I wanted to tell him, it's because of the frame rate. Yeah. <laughs> it it was, not only is it boring, but it's hard to look at. <laughs> and it sucks that it's hard to look at because it could be a beautiful movie. And I hope that's what everyone else got out of it because all I saw was the frame rate. It, it, was, it was very pretty, but you had a point specifically about how it looked, especially in parts, about the CGI. Oh, yeah. It yeah. looked like shit. <laughs> <laughs> It was it's, bad. It's, there were there were parts there, that I could tell, and and you brought up like with the boats crashing and stuff. Oh it looked like God. previs animation, like ta ta ta. I mean, maybe maybe the boat looked really good at 120 frames a second. I'm so, sh- I, or well, worse. I think it's the other way around. Yeah, they were looking really bad at whatever. 24 or 29 whatever we saw whatever the standard is at yeah digital. i think it was 20 i what i think they should have done is done a lower frame rate so we had something else to complain about it's like man this movie is really struggling hard to to render this big planet that thing's going well, and on i've heard the people that have watched it in a standard frame rate or have seen it in 3d are enjoying the movie better and i think mm. it's because you don't have that aspect that is distracting you even subconsciously yeah um it doesn't change the fact that the plot is Boring as all get out. You will get into that. I would say that we saw it at Roadhouse and they were they had signs up that were like all of our screenings are 2D. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because you these days I'm sure you've like put that equipment in and then ripped it out to to project that stuff. And then those well, huge Roadhouse never had it. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That's even better. Yeah. <laughs> but even I think better. like Hollywood on the north end or something like that. I don't know if like Icon does 3D. But I'm thinking like Big D probably, and they've got these huge like melons of uh, 3D glasses that they have to haul out of the closet uh, so that people can watch it in 3D. Um, So this is the sequel to Avatar, and it is half an hour longer than the first one. And I remember the first one was incredibly long. But what I will say about the first one was, and we saw it in 2D back then too. We did it at um, the Cinemark. 
Oh. A first in Maine. Yeah. It was right there. Right I still worked there. at Best Buy. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was how long ago that was. Insane. But the cool thing about the original <laughs> Avatar was that, like, I was engrossed the entire time. Like, it did not feel like an almost three-hour movie. It felt like the, this thing is introducing stuff to me at such a pace that is so interesting that I don't even care if the, the plot kind of sucks. I'm just in this world. And when when he gets on the, the bird and he's learning how to do that, like, that felt like, oh, my God, this is really, really cool. Uh, but watching this, my experience was it was like watching a condensed cut of um, video game tutorials for three hours. All right. So this is the part where you have to hold down left bumper and press X <laughs> to mount this air flying. Yeah. Connect your ponytail fl- to the flying. Yeah. Interface. <laughs> J- jab A to make sure that interface is OK. Yes. There you go. QTE. There we go. It felt very mechanical, and yeah, there was a lot of this is boring. Yeah, yeah, it was like I thought the first one was decent. Like I didn't like the whole, you know, Earth coming and taking over the stuff. But I thought it was cool, like to see like the new, a new planet, right? To see that, sure. and then and cat people, right? You're like, yeah, oh, cat. There's, there's cat people and stuff, blue and cat people, yeah. yeah. And then you got to see how like they lived and, and everything like that. So I thought that was cool. And I think they like they did that a little bit, but not enough. I mean, they kept they would always every time somebody connected, right? They like showing like we're connecting, so, yeah, like, to bring that. But it wasn't as much as it was like originally. This was more about like the the whole conflict between Jake and what's his face. Like that was it. That was like let's get into this. we're gonna let's just yes. say we're spoilers. Okay, we're Big just get, spoilers. if you have not seen like now the eighth highest grossing movie of all time, um, maybe. See it? Maybe. <laughs> like, Maybe I don't not. know. Uh, so the plot is like a note-for-note note recreation of the first movie. Yes. So where they bring bring back Steve Lang as the human and the the villain um, to take down uh, the, the native people. Except now he's a, a tall Avatar blue man, too. But he, he just came just to get Jake. That was all he cared about. Yeah. Except... Yeah. Everything else, like except he wanted, for everything else. Yes, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, that was his motivation. Definitely, <laughs> he yeah. would go after. Like, I mean, everything else he did was in purpose to get to Jake, and then afterwards, he was going to probably destroy whatever, right? But like, he's yeah. like, I'm only here for Jake. He was gonna what he was gonna what he was gonna do was he was gonna retire to the um, I'm going to uh, whale brains out of whale brain mind, juice, mind whale. <laughs> brain juice in this sci-fi container that glows from their pleasure centers because mm-hmm. uh, that's like 80 million dollars a pop right there you know I, i'm just recreating the guy he had an accent all right stop meanwhile jermaine clement has is doing oh and he has an american accent yeah ish, yeah, yeah sort of he's he did really good i gave him props did you no know? yeah i gave him props i'm for, glad someone did yeah because i was and he and he's this marine biologist who's like, man, I'm just getting paid for this. I'm not really into, you know, the whole spending half an hour of this movie hunting down a whole and then <laughs> right. I mean, he's... press B to attack from below. Excellent, lo- you did it. Just... I like how we're talking about the least influential character of the entire movie. <laughs> well, Let's take they, a moment to break this I, down. Yeah. I think they tried to, like... <laughs> give him more like they tried to make you feel bad for him he should have yeah. been the main character yes. but the movie should have been like here's jermaine clement like he's this is probably like the thousandth 
uh, turtle whale that he's harvested. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. So like, yeah, he can go back bad. to base camp and turn him in and level up. <laughs> but I'm just saying you can't feel bad for this guy, like, because they tried making you feel bad. Like he's just like, man, I'm just doing this. Is just what I gotta do. I'm just following orders. Yeah. Right. Mm. But like, come on, bro. Like, how many of these have you killed? You you're pretty good at this. Like, yeah. Obviously, this is not the first one. And what's your research? Making people younger, so you have to have this. So oh, you, of course. So you like, dude. Dude, obviously it wasn't working because he wasn't young. So I'm just saying. No, too. yeah. I mean, so he, he's evil. Yeah. 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 But, but they we, tried but making him. Yeah. Did he they, die? We never saw. But Did he die? Uh, he, was on, he was on the boat. We Probably. saw the, the one guy. Yeah. We didn't even see that guy die. We just saw like an appendage being cut off. <laughs> that that was, was nice and gruesome. They said the S word so many times. I'm like, oh my is this PG-13? I thought they had let like, you could do two. Maybe it's like two per hour. Because it was like 20. So oh, was, my God. It was like so many. Speaking yeah. of the S word, can we talk about Sigourney Weaver? Yeah. Let's talk about Sigourney <laughs> Weaver and what she how she doing in the movie. Yeah. She played herself. Like she played her immaculately conceived daughter. Yeah. Well, I mean, see, I, I thought it was her, but like. I, the it whole, was her. But the whole hologram of herself. Like, I don't even know what the whole that was. Why? Why? Why was that there? So the the idea is that her avatar, because she died in the first one, mm-hmm. but her avatar was magically pregnant by the god of Avatar world, Palpatine. <laughs> yeah, somehow Palpatine conceived. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, and and gave birth to daughter who is played by Sigourney Weaver playing a ten year old, mm-hmm. and that is so strange to look at the moment you realize it's her. Because then all you can see is Sigourney Weaver's face in a small blue ten-year-old body. <laughs> Which, she, but to be like, it was it was easy to get thrown off because she doesn't sound. She still sounds like she she's still 60 sound, something. Yeah, right. She, she, oh, she she honestly sounded younger. Like it was it was easy to believe Ugh. that she was, you know, a younger version of herself. I don't know. You know, know. we played Galaxy Quest. I you don't know? think so. <laughs> well, okay, I can see that. Then again, too. maybe I just I did just watch Holes. Okay. Holes. Okay. Or and Alien. Or well, I watch Alien a lot. Okay. Maybe it was the frame rate that really changed. May well, and maybe maybe <laughs> that just accentuated all of the distracting things. Because again, I just kept looking at her face, looking at her face. Yeah. And only seeing Sigourney Weaver and a seventy-year-old voice coming out of this body, and it was so distracting. Yeah. There was there was a lot of like, this does not look dramatically better than it did thir- fourteen years ago. Uh, like it, it, there were, there were clearly huge set pieces like this movie. Oh, yeah. th- there is so much movie in this movie. They, they built an entire, like most of the movie is them just building out this world. Imagine a very slow tour of universal studios. And it's like, yeah, you guys certainly did a lot of this. <laughs> I've now spent three hours going to this theme park and my God. It's been nominated for Best Picture. And like I said, I don't think it's the best picture, but it what? certainly is the most picture. It is the most picture I have seen. I, I said it when so we got picture. out. It's like, I don't need to see anything for a week because my brain is still processing all of the stuff that they did. Well, and that that's why it's disappointing, for, for me at least, was those uh, – everything you can say about Sigourney Weaver's character – that drives me crazy. <laughs> but when she's swimming underwater and there's all of these creatures around her and they've built this whole ocean ecosystem, it is 
gorgeous. Yeah. And then they do the scene again. And then they do the scene again. And then they do it. And I, I just got so burnt out with seeing the exact same underwater scenes over and over again. It's like, I get it. This was really impressive the first couple times. And yeah. I'm just not impressed anymore. Yeah. They had. I, s- go ahead. I was going to say, I think they just did a bad job of trying to tell, to like give you like that she's the chosen one or something. Oh, they did do a bad job. Because it's like, <laughs> because it seemed like she was like afraid or was terrible at the water. And then all of a sudden she's sitting there commanding everything. And everybody's like, the, like yes, she, like, she unlocked that mode. Yeah. That ability. Right. But like everybody, like, <laughs> like a video game. Yeah. But everybody's looking at her like, wow, that's weird. Nobody knows how to do that. She does. And then all of a sudden it's just like, oh, this is normal. But then she touches a tree and has a seizure and everybody's just like, whoa, what the heck? Yeah. And so then like, they just, that's why I was like, I was so confused. I was like, they didn't answer anything. They didn't do anything. Yeah. Like, like, we were talking about because she has that seizure and they set up Chekhov's gun. It's like, if she does this again, she yeah. could die. And then she doesn't do it again. She doesn't right? do it again. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, but she still starts controlling stuff. And yeah. Like, wait, isn't that. Like, aren't what, you getting close hang on. to, like... And you're, like, you're flipping gonna, back through your script, like, yeah. hang on. Like, yeah. So, like, this you're is... able to start, like, throwing stuff around. And the other thing that was really confusing to me, because they didn't tell you about this until, like, is, like, how did... Like, in the first one, they never talk... They don't, like... I mean, they, they talk to, like, their birds and stuff. Like, people talk to horses, right? But whales are talking back to people i didn't i was so confused when he started talking to that whale like he was like the whale's gonna understand him and the whale started talking back and i was like wait well, but then on. but then even the kid says uh the like dude i don't know what you're saying but he did <laughs> oh but the best line is the little girl that's handcuffed to the ship saying i can't believe i'm handcuffed again know, darn it like, oh so that thank wasn't you this this was so uh Sam Worthington, Jake Sully, and and Zoe Saldana. I don't remember her characters. I don't remember anyone's character's name. Nobody. Steve does. Lang. Oh. Steve Lang. What? Uh, they have four kids, and the entire motion, the entire underpinning of the movie is based on one of them going missing, and they have to retrieve them. But then they lose another one, so then they have to go back out and retrieve them. And then they lose another one, and they go back out to retrieve them. And so it is like and then they're one, just one's finally permanently lost, and then one's finally per- wow, <laughs> and that's the only way that that movie ever ended is that they just. <laughs> Had to reduce the number of kids that they had to, that they were sending out and being captured, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm I can't believe I'm handcuffed to this ship again. Like and neither can we. Not, Thank yeah, you. wow. Yeah. And then what was Thanks the point of Spider at all? I was oh. wondering that. So Spider is the baby of Steve Lang's character. Yeah, who can't go into cryo sleep. I get that, but like he had no plot. Like his, he was no. We no. His job was to just look be, at displays and go, Ugh. yeah. Well, like to be grimace. Final motivation for what? For the oh god, I don't remember his name. God, I'm having to remember names. <laughs> Steve Lang. Which one's that? The general guy. Yeah. Yeah. But what was his final motivation? To like, I don't know. He cared for his kid, maybe. But I don't it wasn't about his kid. Yeah, and then and Wait, then his it wasn't kid, his kid, but it was because he was a clone. Yeah, the, he was. A, the, yeah, the, he wasn't. The, the he was a still, clone. Yeah, yeah the that's Navi of him was because a clone he died at the end of the first movie. Yeah. So, and that's why they set it up. And it was really confusing because they ha- you have this scene where they were um, all dead. All those, all the people. Were so dead. they brought so, him back as a Navi and as a little kid. No, 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 no. no. no the kid was there. The yeah, kid the is his kid. 
Yeah. The kid is the original that's, Steve Lang's kid. But the Navi yeah. is a clone of him. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, that, and that's what they set up. because, yeah. And it was very confusing to me because they have the scene um, where it's them and they're in the forest and they're explaining life on Pandora. And then they cut to him and waking up in a medical bed. And it's like... Is that Jake Sully? Because they all look the same. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I'm like, what is going on? It's like, no, bro, that. it's your pals, yeah. Lieutenant. What's your face? Right. You I know? was real confused about I that. I was first, really, yeah. really confused. And then, they, and then they brought Steve Lang back yeah. uh, 14 years later. And I was wondering, like, did they do makeup I, or something? Because Giovanni Ribisi's in there mm-hmm. reprising his role. So I don't know if they just did hair coloring or something. But they're like, he's explaining, yeah, you know, you died out there, but. I, I, I yeah, I brought you back exactly. Yeah. So you, we brought you back on Earth. It's clone of you and all your memories, and you're coming back on this ship. Uh, but you're also a, a Navi now, so that you're tw- ten feet tall and you have all these abilities and you know how to speak Navi. And but not uh, very well, obviously. But not very well because that's, that's that why was Spider was there. The He's like, you're doing yeah. a terrible job, yeah. Dad. Yeah. It's like you're not my son. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <sighs> And so they, so then the movie is them being chased out. They have to go to the water Navi, who are slightly more green and have giant <laughs> fins or clubbed forearms or something like that, uh, because they're hiding tail. and a bigger tail, yeah. and they're n- making fun of them and, and big shoulders too, bigger shoulder, broader yeah. shoulders. Yeah. And it was like yeah, Kate Winslet tell. was the queen, the pregnant queen, I think <laughs> yeah. she was, and. Um, so they have to integrate into this new tribe. They're accepted, and of course, there's cultural things it's like you're from the forest i'm from the water this yeah, can never work different, yeah. <laughs> yeah very yeah. different and somehow yeah. we were talking about evolution it's like how the world how in this world of pandora were they able to evolve so much that they are different I mean, it's like so well, different yeah so different so different exactly so but they but they're all cool with each other but they're also and they're also <laughs> biologically compatible yeah with the world tree yeah uh, that's they part of different gaia yeah, they had there's, a they had an underwater, underwater tree. They're, tree. Yeah, so yeah. they're underwater oh, yeah. forest. Yeah, because they had like different gods. It seemed like. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, what? Why? That's they why we waited th- fourteen years for this. Thirteen years for this was so that he could set up an entire new universe, and not just this one, like three more. And then, oh yeah, as they're integrating, they're doing the entire um, Disney Channel TV show thing, where they're like. You guys are different. We're going to be bullies. We're going to send you off to a place oh you shouldn't God. be. And then the kid almost gets killed. What's happened? Oh, he meets a giant whale shark, but he's an outcast. Turtle. Huh? Whale turtle. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> whale turtle shark, whatever. whatever. <laughs> Biological entity that's in the sea. And they they introduce that. That takes forever. Uh, we had to why is it? Yeah, I know. We had to. And they had to how bond. Did get, they had to bond, and I and, and when that, when whale turtle came up and do that, I was waiting for Qui Gon to pop up. It's like there's always a bigger fish. Yes. <laughs> but that was the thing that was that that's our me too that's our Phantom Menace for the, week. for the week. But that's so he he killed a smaller version of him. That yeah. was like literally him. That like I mean that was just like a small. So I, but then I was like so at first I was like okay cool. But then they're like no these are our brothers and sisters and I'm like wait why did that little one go after. A Navi, then, if they're brothers and sisters. I thought there was like a shark shark, not a whale turtle. I it, looked, don't know. it looked the same. It looks just like a, a miniature. Everyone in this movie looks the same. Everyone it's and everything. And yeah. yeah. I was Except just, for Jermaine Clement. That's, I he was looks just, different. He was the standout character. Yeah. And, Sp- and Spider with his gas mask on, like, Ugh, yeah. at everything. <laughs> but like, it really bothered me whenever 
I saw with the the C ones where they had bigger shoulders and everything. Because I'm like, wait, hold on. If they're climbing around the forest, they they're like they'd be jacked too. Like they'd have huge <laughs> arms, they'd have huge calves, everything. But they're just like all tiny, getting made fun of and everything. But it's like they're climbing around the forest. They got to do all that stuff too. It's not like they're just sitting on the ground not doing anything. Sure, or letting the water do all the work. You know, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Just freaking like wave lounging. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then why didn't at the in the final confrontation? Why didn't the tribes people like? Go out, Help. send messengers out and be like, yo, of the 50 tribes here, we could really work together. And so it's not just the two dozen of us here yeah. and face down this giant boat right. that's trying to murder <laughs> us all. And they like took that boat. To, I mean, granted, it was a whale turtle that helped, but they were able to take it down really easy. So it's like, why didn't they do this before? Because they only have three and a half hours. But I'm <laughs> saying they, but they're, they're letting these these uh, sky people come in and just harvest all their whale happiness. Yeah. But like, but they could easily take it out. They could easily take them out. I don't understand. They've killed probably like 10 million of those whale things. Yeah. So the only good part. (laughs) It's very pretty when it's not. It's very, it's very pretty. And all that to say, to say about the, the runtime, the beginning montage, you know, getting to where we are with, Jake Sully's teen kids, I thought was actually pretty well done. Explaining how we got there, seeing how he becomes more of a tribe. I thought that was actually really well cut, made a lot of sense. Like when, I was the, all when they see up. the star yeah. and, and it's and the ships are coming from Earth, it's like, oh no. Yeah. Yeah. And I I'm I'm so disappointed that they didn't keep that crispness throughout the rest of the movie. Because I think all of that could be there, but it wasn't. It was what three and a half hours long. Yeah, I I was the. I mean, part of what you're saying though, I was a little confused because it, they were like talking. It seemed like he was somebody. Whoever was narrating was like upset that they were learning English, but then like they they t- talked in English the entire time. <laughs> I was sitting there thinking that like maybe Jake, like if he didn't want his kids, because that's who I thought it was talking. If he didn't want his kids to be speaking English, then he would speak in, in Navi more. But he didn't. didn't or maybe he was. Oh. Or maybe he was the whole time. Uh, who knows? We don't know. It's the, univer- no, it's because, the universal translator no, because, of Star Trek. Okay, then. yeah. But then, then why have subtitles on the screen for some, some And why are they still in Papyrus? And they're yeah, still in that's, Papyrus. That's how Navi font is. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like... <laughs> when you're on Pandora, there's, they have Navi access to one license. <laughs> but I'm just there. saying, like, there's, there's... I mean, I get the universal translator, but, like, just not have... Don't make Spider translate at all. Because they were able to easily tell that they're not Navi by their guns and their sunglasses and their dog tags <laughs> and, their, and their clothes. They looked so ridiculous. They didn't have to sit there and be like, hey, let me hear you say uh, Tree of Life and Navi or whatever. Yeah. So I could pick up your Sky People accent. You yeah. Know, they didn't need to do that. Yeah. There was no deception. It yeah. had real Tropic Thunder vibes. Yeah. I just that's just was bothering me when he's like, no, you don't say it like that. But then the rest of the movie, they're just speaking in English. Yeah, Except it's too it's too much work. Yeah, they've already spent. Billions but they of like dollars literally brought movie. it up. They like brought it up like they're speaking. There's a lot of stuff people. this movie wants to do and then doesn't, and then it accomplishes so much more. That it doesn't. <laughs> that it doesn't. It's just absolutely insane. Speaking yeah. of absolutely insane, and I fe- and I'm surprised you didn't bring this up, or maybe you what? will. The uh, when the boat tips over and the, there's the fl- flume of flames around them in a ring, and it's like, oh, is this 1960 mid Atlantic? 
Where's the lighthouse at? It looked I watching that happen, it was like, oh my god, I'm this is a flashback to two thousand seven and we're we're crashing in the Atlantic and it's Bioshock. You know, I was I was too disappointed to make a Bioshock reference. It, it Honestly, looked it looked just like I was oh my where's gosh. the Iron Rain? That was the thing that like that fire went underwater too, like all the way, three sixty. it was I don't know. I don't know. Hundred it was hundred and eighty degrees except for because like, they couldn't no, swim. 360, well, know, but they're like all swimming around and everything, but yeah. this time they can't swim. This movie has rules. Okay. <laughs> Does it? I don't know no. if it I mean it has some rules. I think they need to license D&D so that they can <laughs> get some rule sets. You can roll some dice or Pandora something like that. is a legitimately cool universe, cool setting. All the setting stuff was great. Yeah. And that's why it's disappointing, why, why it's such a disappointing movie to watch. Because I think anybody can realize the potential that's there. It's. I think this is just a classic situation where nobody <clears throat> told James Cameron, no, that's a bad idea. He, well, he kept coming back as like, this thing's going to make so much money. You can't do anything about it. And then what happens? It does. <laughs> Without he's fail. He's not wrong. He's not. Yeah, he's king of the world. He wasn't wrong. I didn't want to see this movie. You forced me to. I know. You contributed it to I know. him. Yes. Okay. So that we could have this conversation right did, now. Did you all like the first one? I didn't. <laughs> I, I like some, I like the concept of it. I didn't like the length, and I didn't like the the constant war stuff. I thought it was just a little too much. I thought it, from everything I remember, I was just like, uh, it just seemed. And this was only trivial. eighteen minutes longer than the Batman, which we went to like that, right? Yeah, was, Batman I've, was a good movie. I'm pretty sure I saw fine. saw that movie three times in theaters. So the Batman, yeah. Oh wow, yeah. Okay, so I enjoyed that movie, and it was not did not feel long, so. That's a whole other podcast. Yeah, we missed the Batman podcast. Yeah, what if we go back in time and just do? The I saw Bat- that movie three times. <laughs> <we went> back in time. <laughs> but did you get time. the Batman mask popcorn bowl? No. Oh. Bummer. Oh God, mm. man. And I think, and I watched it outside of the theaters too. So. Oh. I, yeah, I watched it at home a couple times. Yeah. You just sat outside a theater with your phone. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was pirating it. Wow. I had my Dedication. camera had my camera set up inside the theater. It is it drone. Just, yeah, inside the theater. You just flew on it. Yeah. Yeah, just like just hopefully there's uh, they won't hear it over the quiet scene at the beginning. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. The with a huge the, title card on yeah. there. So there's going to be three more of these. That was good. Um, and that's that's the opinion. Yeah. <laughs> it's just one very long sigh. So what's going to happen is, and I forecast this now, and I forecasted this before as we were leaving. So what's going to happen is, is that Steve Lang is going to come to them at the water place and they're going to go, no, you can't stay here. We should have kicked you out at the end, even though we told you you could stay because your kid was dead, is now part of the sea, which is part of the planet, which is now part of our tribe. <laughs> now you have to leave. Because this is the beginning of the new movie. Uh, so they have to go somewhere else. And they go to – and this is based on what James Cameron has said about the, the third one is there's going to be Fire Navi. So they have to go to a volcano uh, and meet the Red Volcano Navi and collect all 64 Donkey Kong coins. <laughs> and then what's going to – they're going to have to – up. There, there will be flying dinosaurs, but they'll go in lava. And to do that, they have to understand that – the fire is the beginning and the fire is the end. And that's how they will survive the scalding magma because magma 
in on Pandora is tuned into their biological frequency. So if they believe in the religiosity and faith of the magma, and then Steve, so what's going to happen is, is that one of them's going to get injured because they weren't believing in the magma enough. Okay. And they're going to call in help from forest land because they're still out there. Uh, and they're going to find, which was the, one of the dumbest things is they like, my kid is hurt. Please send out this helicopter that is easily traced <laughs> to where we're going. And uh, they're going to do that out there. And then Steve Lang's going to show up in some other robotic contraption of some kind, probably a mech, a bigger mech. Sorry, he already did the mech thing earlier. He was He died in a mech. He crushed his own skull. That was like probably the coolest movie part of the movie. Is he crushes like that I, isn't me? Uh, who cares? We will when we see it in two. I, years. That was one. That was one of the things uh, that killed me too. Is like they had the freaking crab mechs too. That yeah, their yeah. job. That like, was actually really cool. No, I like that a lot. Not at all. The submarines were lame. They were all <laughs> like, why? Why? This is the but, dude, least crab cool franchise dude. I've ever seen. And I would those buy guys, a Lego set of Avatar crabs. Those guys, is there like were the CG people that they had in there, or maybe they had real people like doing these? But they were like doing like huge arm motions in the crab like cockpits. Yeah, that's what you do. Like, that's oh how you get it done. God. Yeah. And then they had to detail the sequence where like they punctured the submarines cockpit and like they're getting out and escaping and it's like this movie has everything this movie has literally everything like if i'm sure if you watch this in 8k you could probably zoom in enough and watch us watching the movie yeah in all of the infinite multiverses that this movie has there's there was like all all the everything was war all of everything yeah like childhood like people growing up adulthood yeah all that stuff was in there yeah wow Aliens yeah. and Aliens it, I, profound too, statement yeah. about this awful, awful like destruction of the planet too. When they're burning the planet, they were in. when they landed and yeah. there was like just firestorms everywhere, yeah. and it was like Fern Gully or something. Yeah, yeah when Hexus shows up, the more yeah. we talk about it, the more I hate this movie. We are doing a really good, and if you're listening or watching at home or wherever you're at, we hope you hated it too. <laughs> kidding enjoy what you like okay like what you like i don't want to yuck anybody yeah let's not yuck any yums here but avatar 2 is a movie it is wow it's a movie it is a movie it is the most picture it has definitely the most frames (laughs) so so do you do you add all of the frames yeah and then divide by two no you don't divide because they're simultaneous. Well, that's how you make the third, the third, fourth, and fifth ones. Oh, okay. So, all right. So, so fire for three. Is it snow for four? And then um, they gotta have like lightning or something. See, that would lightning. be too cool. So that's that like I don't Gremlins two. <laughs> yeah, they have I, to get into the electronics. I mean, I was just because I was thinking. I told him uh, afterwards that it felt like Zelda, like the. <laughs> The uh, Switch Zelda game because I was just like, yeah, okay. Then if the next one is going to be the fire, the volcano people and everything yeah. like that, and they're gonna have to wear like, oh, you can't, Jake's can't. You have to, I don't know, wear this. You have to wear a whale proof. blubber. We yeah. have to kill that one yeah. outcast whale shark turtle because you four slash sea people can't stand the heat. So exactly, you gotta, exactly. acclimated to this. You may yeah. be acclimated to magma, but are you acclimated to frozen water? Right. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. 
because they have all that spot that the stuff there's the lightning stuff and and zelda too so i yeah. think he's probably been playing those games i'm sure what what else has he been doing for 14 years yeah. And he's like, dang, that's a good idea. He's he's like on a farm in New Zealand with yeah. his wife. <laughs> um, I think he has life size like Navi like statues yeah. in his house. Well, yes. Let's let James Cameron make a movie with Hideo Kojima, and they can make a very big, very dumb movie that might actually be better. I was actually mm-hmm. wondering, like, if you took this and turned it into like a five part streaming thing, and it's like, well, how would you even make the money back on that? There's there is no way. Like if they would have released this on streaming, I don't think anybody would have watched it. Cuz first of all nobody wants another avatar. But the only they reason cuz they yeah, well, apparently everybody went and watched it. We all watched it. I, I honestly don't think people watched it cuz they wanted to. But I think we were duped. So maybe the third one that's like maybe I don't know. Maybe James Cameron just has this magic where people just, I have to watch the new James Cameron yeah, movie. Like, wow, yes. Remember Titanic? Yeah. yeah. Let's well, watch Avatar 3. Yeah. I mean, I, what is it? The 25th anniversary of it is coming out this yeah. year? Yeah. Which gotta... I'm definitely going to go see. I want to go see what that looks like in 4K. That's how he does it. I want to see what That's it looks like in 4K. It. Yeah. That's how he does it. At least the, at least real back. time has passed. Why aren't they bringing back True Lies? Did he made True Lies? Yes. What? That was yes. Nice. Oh, that was his movie after Terminator 2 and before Titanic. Oh. Yeah. I didn't realize that was his. Yeah. Hmm. So where is it? Because that movie's way too long, too. <laughs> that movie has so much movie Somebody in it. tell James, settle down, cut your movie. No, because he makes too much money. Right. <laughs> He's the... He, he, don't, you don't... You can't... You don't... Can't lose with James Cameron. <laughs> <sighs> Go watch Avatar or don't. Who knows? You probably will. It's an American. It's Star Wars. It's an American now. tradition. Yeah. Wait until the like Does Avatar Andor come. You can never an- Avatar Andor where it's Avatar, but it's espionage. It's a war movie, and everyone's be like, you know, as appreciator of fine arts, I truly appreciate this Avatar heist film that is really rooted in sixty spy and boy movies. In Thank sixty you. frames per second. It's uh, yes, indeed. For those listening or watching at home, thank you guys so much for joining me, um, Kelly, Victoria. To talk about, we are not talking about Smurfs again for a long time. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe and all that fun social media stuff. I know some of you guys are like, uh, uh, "Hey, welcome to Hot Takes and Stream Breaks." Be sure to like and subscribe. I like. I know you would just like X out immediately. I'm saving it at the end because I'm nice. I'm trying to help you out. Uh, if you have avatar comments or questions or just comments or questions about whatever this thing is that we're doing uh, or stuff you'd like us to answer or address on the air, please send an email. And I got the right email to this time. I think I did it last time too. But send an email to podcasts at 6035media.org. That's 60 spelled out, S-I-X-T-Y. And put hot takes somewhere in the subject line. This has been Hot Takes and Stream Breaks. I didn't write anything after that. I'm just improving this. I'm going to stop record right...